Welcome to the Black Sparrow Media Internet Broadcast Network. You're listening to Linux in the Ham Shack. LHS is a podcast about Linux, open source and amateur radio for everyone. Now here are your hosts, Russ, K5TUX, Cheryl, W5MOO, and Bill, NE4RD. Hello and welcome everybody to episode number 232 of Linux in the Ham Shack. This is the Weekender Edition so we're going to tell you about some upcoming contests, some special event stations, some cool things you can do with the Linux operating system and open source. And then we're going to roll on to neat things like food and drink and wine and debauchery and all kinds of stuff. So uh, because <laughs> because that's where it's at. Well, yeah. So here we go. Uh, I'm Ross K5TUX. I'm Cheryl W5MOO. And I'm Bill NE4RD. So we'll start off with uh, some contests in the amateur radio world. Yeah. And, oh, oh no, no. You, you did the whole last episode. Give me some. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I know you like to hear yourself talk and all, but come on. Uh, wow. I can't. Okay. <laughs> all right. So the first thing we have uh, is the DRCG Worldwide Ready Contest. And that is the, let's see, what is it? Deutschland Radio or Ready Contest Group. Deutschland Ready Contest Group, I think, is what DRCG is. So obviously that's German. Uh, the Ready Contest will be going uh, from zero 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 Zulu to o seven fifty nine Zulu on June ninth, uh, and then from sixteen hundred Zulu to twenty three fifty nine Zulu also on June ninth. And I think I messed this up, but that's probably uh, eight hundred Zulu to fifteen fifty nine Zulu on June tenth. Uh, it's a ready contest, of course, so you'll have to be using ready. Uh, it's from uh, 80 meters th- through 10 meters. No work bands because you know how it works with contests. No work bands and a link to additional information, including scoring and rules and all that kind of stuff will be in the show notes. And then also coming up this weekend, we have the AWRL June VHF contest. So uh, if you're a technician and want to get into a contest, you can get into this one. It'll be from 1800 Zulu on June 9th to 0259 Zulu on June 11th. Uh, it involves the United States and Canada, anything from 50 megahertz and up. And of course, there's no work bands up there, so nothing to avoid. And uh, information on scoring and all of that will be in the show notes as well. So, Cheryl, you want to talk about some contests for next weekend? Sure. Okay. There is the All Asian DX Contest. It runs from 000 Zulu on June 16th through 2400 Zulu on the 17th. It's 160 meters to 10 meters. No work. Uh, information's in the show notes. Uh, you want do the rest of them. Keep going? Yeah, sure. just keep okay. going. All right. Uh, the next one is the Stu Perry Top Band Distance Challenge. It runs from 1500 Zulu on the 16th to 1500 Zulu on the 17th. It's 160 meters. Again, information's in the show notes. And this one's uh, basically to get as far as you can on 160 meters. That's the point of the contest. This is not 
racking up, you know, contacts. This is how far can you go on 160 meters? And it's much harder this time of year because it's summertime. It's a lot more atmospheric noise because of all the storms. I just threw this one in there because we don't really talk about this kind of contest very often. They don't come up very often, so just thought it was something a little yeah. different. And the next one's kind of cool, so hit that one. Okay. The next one is the AWRL Kids Day. Uh, Kids Day is designed to give on-the-air experience to young people and hopefully foster interest in getting a license of their own. It's also intended to give older hams a chance to share their station and love for amateur radio with their children and or grandchildren. And it runs from 1800 Zulu on the 16th to 2359 Zulu on the 16th. And information's in the show notes. All right, very cool. So now, since Bill likes to hear himself talk, he can uh, mention some of these special event stations. Hey, we wouldn't do this if we didn't like to hear ourselves talk. I mean, he's not the only one. It's like, wow, I've been downgraded to special events this time. You only do special events. Okay, we'll go ahead and give them anyway. Uh, American Cancer Society Relay for Life N1C is a special event station here on uh, uh, the June sixth and or sorry June June eighth and June 9th. See why you only uh, get from, to do special events? <laughs> yeah, it just totally messes me up here. From uh, twenty uh, twenty hundred Zulu on the eighth to nineteen fifty nine a Zulu on the ninth. So a good uh, twenty four hour swath of uh, special event station. This is located in Gardner, uh, Massachusetts, where amateurs. Uh, well, well, area amateurs there in uh, Massachusetts will be uh, helping out. It's going to be on all the FT8 frequencies, all of them, except for, you know, not the bands that they don't mention here. 20, 40, and 80 will be the ones they'll be on. <laughs> now, they'll probably be on any band they can possibly work, and 10 meters has been hopping uh, like crazy. But they'll also have a voice on 20, 40, and 80 meter sideband. So uh, go check them out. It's a great cause. Uh, a lot of towns uh, have these Relay for Life's. I know our, our town has a has a big event as well. So get out there and help uh, help support the uh, American Cancer Society Relay for Life. It uh, it's a it's a great uh, great uh, um, um, uh, project. Uh, next one we have here is the Grand Prix uh, de Montreal uh, VE2 Speed. Uh, this will be running from uh, June 8th as well, from at zero Zulu all the way to uh, the uh, the 15th. So this is running for looks like a week here in Saint Jerome, Quebec, or or sorry, is that Quebec? No, that, that is Quebec. Yeah, that's Quebec. That's yeah. Quebec. All right, Quebec. Uh, so VE2, that's where Montreal is. Quebec, so. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so VE2 JCW is the contact point on this, and they'll be on 14030, uh, 3, uh, 3.525, 14.340, and 7.020, as well as all other bands and all other modes. So, <laughs> so I'm not sure why we have set frequencies, but it looks like it'll have some calling frequencies that they specifically mentioned for, uh, looks like CW and, and, uh, and voice for sure. So, uh, check them out there at the Grand Prix de Montreal. Uh, NASA on the air, a NOTA event. NN4, uh, SIA. So, November, November 4, Sierra Alpha will be on the air from, uh, June 18th at Zero Zulu to, uh, June 24th at 2359. So they're running for about a week as well. They're in Huntsville, Alabama. The NASA Marshall Space Flight Center Amateur Radio Club will be on the air on, uh, looks like voice on three bands. 15 meters will be on 21,295. Uh, 20 meters will be 14,235. And 40, they'll be on 7.195. Uh, they're asking you to send a SAZ for NN4SA NOTA QSL card. 
or log into nasaontheair.wordpress.com for details regarding an end-of-the-year downloadable certificate for NOTA. So it looks like this is going to be an ongoing uh, event. I believe we've talked about this one before. That's what I'm trying to remember, uh, that they have had other space centers um, uh, and other NASA buildings on uh, on this particular program. So check out their uh, website there and for more information. All right, very good. So those are the upcoming contests and special events for the next couple of weeks. Maybe you can come participate in a couple of those or even one. We'll see, I guess. Um, a quick announcement, and I mentioned this in the last show, but I uh, mentioned it again in this show, that since Bill is going to be roaming around Western Europe for the next couple of weeks, our show schedule might be in slight state of flux. So just check the social media networks that you're connected to us on and also the website to make sure that uh, you're aware of when the upcoming recording schedule is going to be in case things actually get out of sync or whatever. So, uh, and then there's also our little ham radio challenge for the next couple of weeks. We'd like to put these out and get people to participate in things. Um, and this time around, I would say if you could participate in the AWRL kids day, we just mentioned and see if you can get a youngster interested in amateur radio because they are the future of the hobby so give that a try all right and we're going to move on now to open source things you can do for the next couple of weekends and the first thing you can try is a distribution a linux distribution called q4 os it's a lightweight debian-based distribution which features the trinity desktop which is a continuation of the kde3 desktop environment uh the project's latest release k4 or q4 os 2.5 introduces several package updates and also makes it possible to install the KDE Plasma 5 desktop alongside Trinity. The system installer configures the system the usual way, but decides afterwards to offer additional installation of the Plasma desktop if sufficient hardware resources are detected. So a user can log in and switch back and forth between the lightweight efficiency of the Trinity desktop and more advanced Plasma desktop environment according to his or her choice. Other changes include Pulse Audio with better system integration for easier audio management, the Q4 OS installer improvements, Firefox 60, and LibreOffice 6. Uh, Important security and bug fixes, as well as cumulative upgrades covering all changes since previous Q4 OS 2, Scorpion, the stable release. So maybe give that one a try. Q4 OS. You can find it on DistroWatch, and you can just go to I think it's q4os.org or something simple like that, but easy enough to find and give it a try. All right, Cheryl, you want to read uh, the upcoming events? I can. In open source. We've already talked about amateur radio events, so. Well, yes, we have. (laughs) So here's some open source stuff coming up. Yeah. So uh, our first event is the Texas Linux Fest. It's an annual community-run conference for Linux and open source software users and enthusiasts. From around the Lone Star State or wherever you're from, uh, whether you use free software in Linux at home, in your place of business, in your school or nonprofit, or you're just simply curious, Texas Linux Fest offers something for you. It is June 8th and 9th, which is this weekend in Austin, Texas. And the next one is the Open Source Data Center Conference. Uh, June 12th and 13th, Berlin will be the capital of the o- Open Source Data Center Solutions. The International Conference is especially adapted to experienced administrators and architects, get in touch with international OS experts, benefit from their comprehensive experience, 
learn about the current developments, and gain the latest know-how for your daily practice. Have a great time sharing expertise, networking, and socializing with the open source community. And a link to where you can find out more information about the Open Source Data Center Conference and the Texas Linux Fest will be in the show notes. Yep, absolutely. All right, and a quick open source challenge for the next couple of weeks is use an open source tool to complete a current task. So, like, if you have something going on where maybe you need to calculate the square root of something, you know, use an open source calculator or whatever. Just use some sort of open source utility to do something. There you go. So that doesn't include the uh, penguin game. No, well, that, that was a pre- that was a previous challenge using oh, Tux, Tux Racer. Gotcha. Yeah, Tux Racer is fun. So. Tux Racer is but fun. But that could be a current task, you know. Well, well yeah. you can keep doing. That's true. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Just keep playing Tux Racer. It's fun. Kill so did anybody did anybody play any uh, <laughs> open source games since the last time? I didn't. Um, no, because I found you know. So. <clears throat> yeah, and you have an Apple phone. Boo you. <laughs> yeah, Mister. I have an iPhone six and an iPhone ten. Let's not go there. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> um, yeah. Cheryl's gearing to go back the Galaxy route because she she hates Apple and she likes Linux. So, yeah. Android's only marginally Linux, but I guess well, we'll just—it's <laughs> better than Apple. Uh, so, we'll yeah. see. All right, so we're going to move on to the fun stuff now and talk about a couple of weeks' worth of hedonism. So let's get into it. And the first thing we're going to talk about is food. Yes, food is very important. That's right. Keep our stomachs acquiesced. Yes, yes. So anyway, uh, summertime is the time for grilling and camping, and this is the perfect recipe. We have not personally had this recipe yet, but the friend that recommended recommended the recipe to me earlier today Apparently did it last night and raved about it. So I'm sharing that recipe with you guys today. And it is for garlic herb butter steak packets. And for this, you need some small red potatoes cut into fourths, some carrots, uh, some canned mushrooms, and one extra liquid in here, uh, red bell pepper, green bell pepper, red onion, salt and pepper, olive oil, and some steak. Uh, and you top that with butter, parsley, garlic. Uh, rosemary, thyme, salt, and pepper, and you you know mix your vegetables with some olive oil. Put them on some foil sheets uh, that are about eighteen by twelve. Put your steak on top of it and seal those up and stick them out on your grill and grill them for twenty to thirty minutes. Um, or if you don't have a grill, you can do them in the oven at four hundred for about an hour. So. And apparently they were the best thing ever. So Russ is going to be grilling this weekend, I have a feeling. Well, am I? Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> apparently. Yeah, I, I want to really try these because it sounds really good. So. All right. So that does sound very good, actually. Anything that has grilled steak in it, it's pretty much hard to beat. So. Well, yeah, and it's got veggies and stuff, too. So, you know, it's healthy. Or <laughs> That's <something>. right. Yeah. <laughs> They they counteract the steak, do they? They make mm-hmm, it healthy. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Actually, what I would say is that the steak counteracts those terrible, unhealthy vegetables that are in there. There you go. So and what so the garlic just, butter helps slide down, helps everything slide down, or what? <laughs> of course. But you just gotcha. you could just pick out the pieces of the steak that you cubed up and put in there, and then you just throw the rest of the packet <laughs> yeah, away. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, very good. All right, so we'll move quickly on to. 
my drink corner for tonight, and I don't have any new scotches to try, so I'm going to go back to something that I've had in the pantry for a long time, but I have not reviewed yet, and that is Booker's Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Uh, this is a Jim Beam product. It's uh, actually curated by Booker No, who is like the head, uh, I don't know what they call him, the head distiller at yeah. uh, Jim Beam, um, or it's like the great grandson or something of the, the original. The original right grand distiller at jim beam or grand poobah or grand wizard or whatever now <laughs> just kidding um but uh i've had this uh in the pantry for a while it's it's really good stuff so i thought i would give a review of it here uh there's some interesting things about this uh, to be noted as we go through this uh the first is it's uh, abv which is barrel strength this is straight out of the cask no dilution whatsoever and every bottle varies in proof. It's always between 130 and 100, or I'm sorry, 120 and 130 proof. Um, so it's always very high proof. Uh, mine was the 2015-01 batch, uh, and my particular bottle was 128.7 proof, which is 64.35% alcohol. So uh, as you can tell from that, it's going to have some alcohol characteristic to it because it's very very high in alcohol content uh this comes from claremore kentucky claremont um, kentucky. or sorry claremont kentucky yes i'm trying to do this without actually looking at the screen which is probably a bad idea um the color on it is a really really nice rich slightly mahogany uh dark caramel color um which is probably because of the fact there's no dilution to it so you're getting all of that caramel color out of the wood uh straight into the glass so uh the nose on it of course and if you if you breathe in high proof alcohol like this you don't nose it with your mouth closed always make sure your mouth is open otherwise you're just going to get a snoot full of alcohol and that's all it will taste like or even smell like uh but you get alcohol of course forward because it's really really high in alcohol content the next thing you get is the smoked oak the char from the barrel um but right up there at the top with it is um a, a taste of or a smell of cream sherry if you've ever had cream sherry you'll know what that's like it's very it's very sweet um this is a surprisingly sweet bourbon uh for as high in alcohol content as it is um you get light floral notes um like dry herbs i'm not sure i can pick out specific herbs um but what's that what's that dry thing that looks like um like pine needles rosemary rosemary okay you talking about the plant that's in the kitchen window? yeah 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 it's rosemary okay it definitely has a hint of that in there um and probably other type spices or or dried uh flowery kind of scents as well um and then there's um the scent of a bowl of nuts that's what i put on here and a bowl of nuts is you know what i'm talking about like at the holidays when you get that bowl of like walnuts and filberts and everything that are still in the shell and you have to crack them to eat them. The sort of overall scent of that is is present in here as well. So when you taste it, which I'm going to do right now, you got to sip this really, really slow because, um, yeah, it'll kick your ass. You'll no. pass out the floor <laughs> in two minutes. Yeah. <laughs> but you can drink this straight out of the glass without any water dilution or anything, even at 127 proof. It's that good. Um, the taste on it's not quite as um, complex, I guess you would say, as the nose. But you definitely get some different things in here. The the alcohol because of the alcohol burn 
it literally does take away some of the some of the nose notes. You get some of those back if you do water it down a little bit, but just straight out at full proof, um, I get oak, vanilla, caramel, raisin, and a little bit of leather on the finish. And there's a, some of that subtle uh, herbal note as well. But this is a, an amazing uh, straight bourbon whiskey. It's really, really good. Um, I rated it at 94 um, because it's amazing. Uh, it does cost uh, between like 65 and $70 a bottle, somewhere in there. It comes in a really, really cool box. Uh, so if you like collecting things, you, you can definitely uh, keep hold of the box as well. Uh, but if you've uh, got a you know a desire to try some high-strength bourbon, uh, give Booker's a try. It's not that expensive. Uh, and mine lasted me, what, two years? No, you actually got it for Father's Day in 2015. Oh, that's right. So three yeah. years. Yeah. Uh, because it's not something you drink every day, um, but it's worth it. So give it a try. All right. Now we'll move on to whatever Bill's drinking today. Yeah. So <laughs> being in Florida, I figured I'd go out and try to find something very local here. Uh, so I took a little trip down to uh, the ABC, which is not a uh, state liquor store like it is in most states. This is actually a chain of uh, uh, wine and uh, and and cigar and uh, and uh, beer stores here in uh, in Florida. And I found a uh, nice IPA from Seventh Sons Brewery, Seventh Sun Brewery, and it's called the Headbanger IPA. And it has a 6.5% alcohol volume, and it has 70 IBUs, so it's not terribly bitter. Um, and it's out of Dunedin, Florida. And uh, there's another another brewery here down the street uh, I'll probably try. I don't know if I'll try it this week, but probably when I get back, um, called Cobb. And they had a nice stout that I, I did do a tasting of while I was at the ABC. They have a, a, a growler fill station and a bunch of local beers on tap there that you can try and uh, get a growler fill. So I thought that was kind of cool. Um, so I picked up a growler of this stuff. And it's uh it's nice as as a very light color. It's very uh very light uh light uh you know yellowish color. It's very hoppy. It's crisp and yummy. It's a great great beverage to sit by the pool and and just relax and drink. And I'm uh I'm pairing that with a uh, a uh, La Gloria Cubana Siriara Esteli cigar, and uh, it's quite excellent. All right, very good. Nice uh, pairing there, and I love how you say uh, beer is the color of like piss, basically. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was very, it was very light for uh, for an IPA. Normally, the IPAs take on a, a darker color, you know, because of uh, well, generally uh, they're they're more amberish looking. This one was very uh, very light looking. Uh, kind of uh, kind of was a surprise to me. I'm like, hmm, well, I'll try it out anyway. And yeah, it was it was pretty good. So got the growler and uh, enjoyed. Uh, enjoyed a pint of it uh, a little bit ago all right excellent so you said that cigars are kind of cheap down there well there you know there's no uh no extra taxes beyond the normal tax so uh the the sticks going in and buying individual sticks is uh is cheaper for sure um you know i don't go in and all of a sudden every stick is like 15 bucks or something like that you know i was able to pull this one was like six or seven bucks uh, which is reasonable for a single stick price um, for this quality and uh, as well the, the size. It was a six by 60, of course. Uh, of course it was, yes. Because that's what Bill <laughs> yes. smokes. That's what I, I, yes, that's right. <laughs> yes, yeah. And I picked up some Gurkha ghosts as well. And uh, I, I kind of like that that particular Gurkha. I'm not a huge fan of Gurkha cigars, but uh, I picked up a couple of those as well while I was here. So uh, I probably won't smoke those 
uh, this this time before I uh, take off to Europe, but uh, I'll definitely have those for next time. All right, very cool. So I actually picked out a music selection for tonight just to wind up with something a little fun. It's uh, not very long. It only runs three and a half minutes, and it's by a group called Cloud Maze. They're out of Moscow, Russia, and I think once again in the uh, lexicon of new music, this is a group of one person. Uh, this happens a lot in the uh, creative commons world where people just take, you know, a digital audio workstation, a couple of instruments and some digital loops and they make their own music and they, you know, give themselves a name and everything. So I think this is just one guy uh, out of Moscow. This was released actually only about three weeks ago in the middle of May of this year, 2018. Uh, it's a track called Klepto Cushion. And I got this off of Jumendo. And it's kind of like a hard rock electronic track, which was kind of interesting to me. So I queued it up and let's listen to it now. Thank <laughs> you. 
Kleptocussion by Cloud Maze, the guy from Moscow, about three weeks ago. So there you go. And there are actually uh, lots of references to him on the internet. I've got a link to the Jamendo track, but you can find the uh, Cloud Maze on Facebook and SoundCloud and all kinds of other places. So there you go. Uh, nice uh, kind of going down the road toe tapper to wrap up the show with, I guess. So let's uh, check the chat room, see who's in there. We had uh, Steve, KD0IJP. We had Dave, KB0WD. Here's Ted, WA0EIR. Uh, who joined us for this Thursday night broadcast of our program. We want to thank everybody who tunes in after the fact and who listens live and who contributes and is just generally a part of our world. We really appreciate each and every one of you. So uh, is that all before we send you off to Europe, Bill? I think that's it. I think that's it. We'll call it a wrap. All right. Yes, sir. All right. So this has been episode number 232, the Weekender edition of Linux in the Ham Shack. And I'm Russ, K5TUX. I'm Cheryl, W5MOO. And I'm Bill, NE4RD73. Thank you for listening to this episode of Linux in the Ham Shack. LHS is a community-sponsored podcast. Our website is located at lhspodcast.info. You can support the program by visiting the LHS Patreon page of patreon.com stroke LHS podcast or using the contribute link on the website. Get in touch via social media. The show has a presence on Google+, Facebook, Twitter, Discord and YouTube. Or you can drop an email to info at lhspodcast.info or record a voicemail at 1-909-LHS-SHOW. That's 1-909-547-7469. Visit the IRC channel, LHS Podcast, on the Freenode IRC network. Also visit the online merchandise store at shop.lhspodcast.info for fun and fashionable LHS merchandise. Become an ambassador and represent LHS at a Linux convention or ham fest. Email ambassadors at lhspodcast.info or visit the website for details. The podcast is recorded live every Monday night at 8 o'clock p.m. Central Time. Connect to the stream at stream.blacksparrowmedia.net colon 8008 stroke LHS live. Until next time, over and out.
Linux in the Ham Shack in the Linux in the Ham Shack logo are released under a Creative Commons Attribute Non-Commercial No Derivatives 4.0 International License.